All right, we are back here with Coach JD and me, Coach Jimmy Neutron. We'll be going through the Smith Group uh, right now. So the Smith Group consists of Waterloo, Huntington Beach, Bloomington, and Aurora. So uh, let's go ahead and start with Waterloo, Coach JD. Uh, so the runner-up from the preseason NTT uh, this past season, so you know them well, and you get to know them well again this coming year because you guys will be playing in your out-of-conference or out-of-region game. Uh, Waterloo comes in ranked third. Um, this season, they drop the 104-132 class and add a 31-42 class. So a team that won the uh, Sweet 16 losers bracket – or no, so, sorry, the round of 32 losers bracket. Um, so finished 17th on the year last year, 6th overall in the uh, power rankings, just adds another really good class and loses probably their worst class. Uh, so we – they have to play Pittsburgh and Clearwater in uh, you guys in their out-of-region games. What do you see on Waterloo? I mean, Waterloo's uh, an exciting team to to look at. Um, yeah, obviously they made it to the championship game last year and then you know lost on a last-second shot to to my squad. So really close last year. And then what coach isn't excited to graduate like their only triple-figure recruiting mm-hmm. class and bring in you know a top 30 to 40 group on top of that. So you're talking about a team that is already really good. And then they clear out some of the worst players on their team, bring in some, some good players. Uh, honestly, looking at this team, I mean, they've got talent at, at every position. I mean, last year they had, uh, you know, Bryant Hess playing, you know, point guard, you know, 25 points a game, four assists. Looks like he's probably better suited for a shooting guard when you look at mm-hmm. you know, the turnovers there. And, um, and I think they'll be able to actually move him there this year because looking at the incoming freshman, William Daniels, 22 points, nearly seven assists, you know, plays decent defense. I think he's a guy curious to find out if they see him as a starter or point guard coming in. And if so, you know, you move Hess over to shooting guard. He's right next to Jared Ingram, who was a star freshman. Just, you know, just like Bertini, just a great all-round game. Uh, huge scoring, great defense, can, can pass, great, you know, can get on the glass. Um, you know, 25 and 26 points per game from those two guys. And then you haven't even touched on Lucas Cruz yet, who would probably be one of the best players on a lot of teams. And then, right. um, and then just to keep going, they're, they're you know, great at center as well. Austin Burdett doesn't score because he doesn't need to, but right. you know, 11 rebounds over six assists, four blocks a game, just a perfect compliment to those guys. So, I mean, this, this is a stacked team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hit on everything I was going to say, like if I could have a team, beside my own i mean i would i would choose this one and it's a lot of in a lot of the ways like the teams i like to build look like this uh you don't need a uh center who scores very much but can dish the ball really well and gets tons of blocks a blocking power forward who can score and then you get scoring from your one through three pretty well i mean this team is going to be stacked they're adding you know 50 points per game from their uh incoming freshman class um and they just they lost 11 points per game essentially in Ryan Smith. I think that this team just got even better and is even one of my front runners for um, the regular or regular NTT uh, this year. So I love this team. I mean, just such an absolutely stacked team, good coach that knows what he's doing. If he can get to the PNTT championship game. Uh, So really can't praise this team enough. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely talk about this team quite a bit and yeah, I agree. Definitely a favorite, you know, for the PNTT and the real NTT. I think they're the, of the three groups we're looking at tonight, I think they've got the best squad uh, from those three groups. So they're definitely, they're definitely be right in the mix. Yep. Uh, 
would 100% agree. All right, let's move on to the uh, second seed in this region, the Huntington Beach Oxen. Uh, so Huntington Beach comes into the seat the year ranked 19th overall in the power rankings. They lose though the 9669 class and gain a 116 uh, 157 class. They don't have a terrible out of uh, region schedule, but they do play Las Vegas, who just added tons of offensive talent. Uh, even though they're ranked 90th coming into the season, and then Santa Fe, who's ranked 35th. Uh, what do you see on Huntington Beach, JD? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting to look at this team and see them like, you know, the top 20 overall on talent, because, you know, this is a team that seems to me kind of like a little bit more of a sum of its parts as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, some of your other teams that are just or, you know, have a, a star player or two. Um, you know, they lost Tyler Pack, a point guard. Um, you know, who, you know, did a, a little bit at every level, um, and the freshmen don't appear to have an obvious replacement for him. So I am kind of curious to see what they're going to do at point guard. Um, but you know, maybe I think maybe Davion Branch off the bench looks like a guy who could maybe step in there. Um, Stephen Wallace, those are returning leading scorer, best all around player. Um, so you know, good scoring contributes at every level. You know, hands are a little shaky, but overall, I mean, for a freshman, had a, had a great season, so they're going to be relying on him. Um, but where they are going to be strong, though, is, you know, the front court. Um, they, you know, they bring back most of the guys there. You know, Braden Bethel's gone, who was a reserve, but you're bringing in two guys, 6'10", 6'11", Tristan Stewart, Nelson Pickett, um, you know, who strong rebounders, three blocks, four blocks a game. Um Stewart scores a little bit more, so I, I think he's probably you know, going to factor into the starting lineup. And then, you know, Pickett, if you can have a guy that blocks four shots off the bench, you know, a lot of strength there. So um, those guys in the junior class, you know, they'll, they'll be a good team. Yeah, yeah. It, like you said, it's like nothing really stands out with this team, but definitely a good overall team. And, I mean, they have to have good defense across the board, forcing a 48% true shooting percentage last year and then – uh, well, I was never mind. I was wrong about this class, incoming freshman class being good. But I, I do think the returning guys are probably pretty good at defense. And he likes to sort of do the normal, normal, it seems like, outside of uh, the center position for just like minutes for his guys. So loves to sort of spread it out so you can't really like focus in on one guy and, and throw him off their game. Uh, yeah, and that's something the, the incoming freshman, they will allow him to continue doing that. And you return your guys that had the most right. minutes there in German Thomas, Abel Martinez. Um, you know, 25 and 28 minutes there. So neither one played heavy minutes. And then, you know, Stewart and Pickett, they play for a lot of teams, start for a lot of teams. So, yeah, I'd be really curious to see how he does a front court. Maybe he everyone gets about 20 minutes a game until someone really steps up and shows they deserve the minutes. But uh, right. those got the front court, and, and they could just go big too. I mean, who knows? Maybe Stephen Wallace slides down the lineup. Maybe he can play shooting guard. And then you get an extra big guy in the lineup and, you know, gives him, you know, even more of a height and rebounding advantage. So, um Really curious to see what he does with the with the big guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this team is just like wing city, isn't it? Like everyone is between six eight and six six. Like it's a funny team, out, you know, outside of like three or four guys. So, uh, yeah, definitely an interesting team. I don't know. I'm interested to see how they do it. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to the next team. So Bloomington, uh, the Bloomington College, of course, uh, coached by Coach R D E Rob, is in Conference 15. Uh, with the rest of the juggernauts. So uh, they finished last year winning the PTT uh, and they jumped all the way up to 25th in the rankings, finishing 15 and nine with a strength schedule of ninth overall. Uh, They graduated the 140, 143 class and add the 45, 88 class. It seems like a pretty balanced. Actually, I'm looking at it now. It's not balanced. So it's an interesting 
ranking for that class. Um, and then they play out of their region. They play us, Rochester. We're ranked 50th uh, and Culver City, who we just talked about in the last group, ranked 74th. Uh, what do you see in Bloomington? Bloomington, I see a, a, a school that's going to be kind of partying a little bit, watching their, their <laughs> team this year. I mean, when you're, when you're talking about, you know, coaching in, in this game and you, know, you can get saddled with a bad recruiting class for a long time, you know, over four seasons, um, one of the most fun times you have as a coach is whenever you've got some positive momentum mm-hmm. with the uh, recruiting classes kind of stacking on top of each other. And then, and that's what they've been doing over the past few years. They've been increasing the talent level. They've been the PTT every year. Um, winning it this past season and then you clear out uh, that senior class and bring in um, you know an improved freshman class with you know at least one guy who looks like an immediate impact player and Michael Zeitler and that's the guy that even though they're graduating they're seniors uh, in the backcourt and I think with the incoming freshmen you know they're going to be able to replace those guys and and they have Mm -hmm. a few options on how to do it so you also you're talking about a team now that has a lot of depth I think increases the talent in the backcourt even with the graduation and a team that's going to be jumping into the NTT. So it's a lot of fun to kind of ride the momentum, and um, and that's where where they're kind of at. Um, I guess just to talk a little bit more about this player specifically, I mean, Michael Zeitler coming in as a freshman, um, it, it's, it's a plus to talk about a star freshman coming in, and he scored 29 points a game in high school, mm-hmm. um, you know, five assists. Uh, you know, I don't know how much defense he'll play, but, you know, he's going to be in there to score. And um Right. And he'll do and you know, definitely a volume score, but an efficient one at the same time. So maybe he's your point guard. Um, you have Juan Smith, who uh, could be a pass first guy. So in play some strong defense. So maybe you put him in there and Zeitler shooting guard. Daniel Torres uh, probably is going to start at one, the wing position, either shooting guard or small forward. Uh, he looks like an Im- improvement over George Jones. So probably could be three starters from this freshman class and on top of a team that's already kind of building a little bit. Um, and then the front court, uh, the one thing about Bloomington I would say is while it's fun to grow, I think they're one recruiting class away mm-hmm. from being a great team. If they can um, add a little bit more front court depth, um, and th- their guys they have now are, are decent, Ethan Morris and Keegan Milspaugh, but if they can go after some bigs this year, which is probably their plan, especially get a big impact guy. We could be talking about one of the, one of the favorites for, for this next season. Yeah, would 100% agree. I mean, they're just going to be graduating Jorge Jones, who started last year, and Larry Card- uh, oh, Cadigan, sorry, <laughs> uh, who was a backup shooting guard last year. And so if they add just like another impact class, they're kind of just losing uh, some some glue guys who are ranked highly, but definitely glue guys for sure. Yeah. I, when I said they weren't bounced, I didn't realize that Juan Smith was getting 7.6 assists and, and two steals per game. When I said that uh, I, I would be interested if they sort of do the like Smith Zeitler Torres all through one through three, and then switch Zeitler and Smith based on uh, like which guys scores for the other team between the point guard and shooting guard, you know, put the better yeah. defender and Juan Smith on that. Um, they're definitely a good team, but like you said, no one, like maybe Zeitler can take over for them, but I, I still think that they're one other sort of takeover guy away from being like real noisemakers in this uh, league. I would agree with that. Yeah. Again, I think you're definitely still talking about a team that's going to be in the NTT this season to finally get over that mm-hmm. um, because they're not necessarily graduating any one that will really hurt. Um, and they can maybe take some chances, get in on some of the big ties for, you know, the big men that always attract huge ties and, you know, maybe take a, a lotto ticket or two and see if you can fast track yourself to real contention. Yep. hundred uh, percent. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, our last team in this group. And it's a team I feel really bad about bad for because 
they have a lot. They have some talent here, but they're playing in a really, really tough conference. So it's Aurora Roaring Lions, easy to say, coached by M. Cook 19 uh, out of Conference 21. So they come in the 172nd ranked team in uh, the league. They lose the 91-140 class and gain a 168-169 class. And then their out-of-region games are not tough. They play Harrisburg, Dearborn, Bob Beach. All are in the uh, triple digits in terms of PR. And so some good coaches over there. Um, but, you know, Bob Beach just lost Slusher. Um, still has some good players there. So this is a really interesting team in Aurora. Um, but I'll let you talk first, Coach Judy. Sure. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, Coach M. Cook, he's had a little trouble getting the, the star players to sign on the dotted line to come in and try and jumpstart the rebuild. So um, been put together, you know, a couple of classes to have some some contributors, but, you know, kind of lacking that star player, especially with Landon Lewis now coming into his senior year. Right. I mean, it's going to be important to replace him. But I mean, while we still have him for another season, you're talking about a guy that did score nearly 29 points a game. So obviously any success they're going to have in this group is going to be on the back of uh, what he can do for them. Um, Samuel Flemister next to him uh, is a guy that, you know, definitely can score a little bit. Um, probably needs to shoot from the outside a little bit more, but mm-hmm. doesn't appear to really like passing or defense all that much. So, <laughs> You know, you kind of wonder if, if there's some issues in the locker room, you know, with him. But they need his offense, so they need him out there, you know, playing his best. Um, looking at the freshmen who might come in and help out, I mean, you have Grayson Johnson, who is, is going to have to, I think, play a point guard. I think you're going to need his offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you return Joshua Larkins as a, as a senior. Um, decent hands, uh, some defense. I, I think you're going to have to – I think Grayson Johnson is going to, you know, take over the point guard. And then looking at their front court, you know, they graduated Joshua Brim at power forward. Um, you know, Christopher Grimes is big, seven foot two, but you're talking about a guy, well, I think even over 30 minutes, he was uh, about 10 rebounds, but not much of a defensive presence. So I feel like he's the guy that's in there to kind of stand tall and try and grab some rebounds. So maybe not really a talented guy. Um, so I think you're looking at the incoming freshman again, Austin Van Zant, uh, I think can contribute there. He plays some defense, uh, you know, maybe can rebound a little bit. So I think he's a guy that probably is going to slot into the power forward spot for him. So anytime you can bring in a couple of freshmen, they're going to join the starting lineup. You kind of wonder if they can do better than the guys that are going out. Mm-hmm. Yep. hundred percent agree. And and speaking, I just talked about Max Slusher, you know, the guy who had nine assists last year and, and that was his career high uh, at point guard. Samuel Flemister had one assist last year on 30 turnovers. That's incredible playing almost uh, 28 minutes a game. I mean, Small forward, you're going to get a little bit more assists usually. And so one assist, that's it. I love that. So we got um, our new Max Lesher assist uh, watch candidate, I would say, in uh, Samuel Flemister. But I mean, yeah, and I'm sure the shot settings for those guys are probably nine anyway. Oh, they but, have I mean, to be. but I mean, he still shot 56% both from the field and from three. I mean, he only took one three a game. So. I mean, it feels like you need to give him a little bit more of a green light to shoot from the outside. They don't shoot much anyway. I mean, they only shoot four games, so that's kind of by design. But maybe you need to try and let those guys uh, air it out a little bit more and um, you know see if that can help. Yeah, especially because he doesn't – I mean, I understand Landon Lewis gets to the free throw line uh, five times a game. Like, that's pretty important. But Samuel Flemister just does not get to the free throw line that much. Might as well let him jack it up. I mean, he went, I think, 14 for 26 or something like that uh, this past year. I mean, you might as well see what you got in – Flemister from three, right? Um, especially when yeah. you're playing some of these other juggernauts. Um, so, 
I, yeah, Coach M. Cook is a really, really nice guy. We would trade some scrimmages in test league, so feel bad for him. But, Coach, keep grinding. You're going you're gonna to land somebody. Um, let's go ahead and talk about what we foresee happening with the Smith group. Um, so I'll let you go ahead and go first, Coach J.D. Yeah, I mean, as we talked about, obviously Waterloo is a favorite for the entire tournament, and they're the clear favorite, you know, in this group. And then, um, you know, Huntington Beach, you know, it's a strong team. Bloomington's on the on the upswing, so those are two teams that are going to be battling it out. I didn't look at the schedules as closely as you did, but I mean, just on, on paper, those are teams that are both of them are going to be in contention to make the tournament round. Um, strong teams, and you know, Aurora, you know, they're they're going to need more talent to get there. Most likely, we're we'll be watching to see what Landon Lewis can does, and you know, maybe how many assists uh, Flemister can get this year. But I mean, they're not, you know, honestly, they're not going to compete in, in the in this group because uh, the first three teams right. are all teams you're you're talking about as NTT teams, and right. um, it's going to be tough for them. Yep, hundred percent agree. I mean, so I had uh, Waterloo going six and zero, even though they have to play you guys in Pittsburgh. I mean, this team. Love your team, but this team is just so good, and I, I it's hard to see them lose. Um, I had Huntington, Agree. Huntington Beach go four and two because uh, they play some harder out of conference or out of region games. Uh, Bloomington also going four and two, and then Aurora going one and five. And so I have Waterloo winning this group fairly easy, even though it's a little bit of a uh, a deep group in Huntington Beach and Bloomington. But I think that they're going to pull it out. Yeah, yeah, tough to tough to disagree with any of that. Yep. I mean, you just mentioned some guys. Do you have any other guys to watch in this group? I think the thing to watch is how many guys on Waterloo are going to make the the all group team. Right. I mean, you, I mean, Landon Lewis is going to get there with the scoring, and Zeiler. It'll be fun to watch what he does in college. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, you have Hess and Ingram are you know probably the two best players you know in the entire group, and then just depending on kind of how they set the lineup in between Burdett with the with the defense and rebounding and passing. And then you have Cruz and probably William Daniels in that starting lineup. Either of those guys could, you know, be standout performers. So, I mean, this group really is about, you know, the star power from Waterloo starting, starting lineup and, and a few other standouts from the other teams. Yeah. hundred percent agree. I mean, I foresee Hest, Ingram, Cruz and Burdett all being first team this group. Uh, and then, and then you add Landon Lewis. And I think that that's probably the team. Uh, which is which is pretty crazy just to see what Waterloo and Coach G Money have built there. So, yeah, hopefully they can handle the pressure. We're obviously giving them some accolades, so right, right. now they have to go out and live up, live up to it. Right, right. And I talked about him in the uh, NTT podcast uh, this past year, and just talked him and your team up. And I th- honestly, I think I'm the the Grim Reaper of of the NTT because so many teams, I was like, oh, easy money, easy money, G Money, um, like just didn't it didn't work out for him. So that's my bad, coaches. Maybe I should start talking crap, and then you guys will uh, have your have your uh, your championship banner pretty much in. Yeah, you guys are always usually pretty high on Clearwater's uh, chances, and we always go out at least one round before you guys predict us. <laughs> a lot of times, two rounds. So I think it's time for you guys to start throwing some shade on my squad, right. so we can maybe finally make a run. All right, all right, I can do that. Just for you, though. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> next we'll have the uh, McDonough group. <laughs> 